Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast, a radio show coming to you on a Tuesday, late night edition for me anyways. That's about 8 p.m. I've uh, been up since before 4 on the straight hustle today. But I wanted to get this out to you because it was important, and uh, I've been thinking about it, honestly, most of the day. And this is going to be a blog post that will live on the Jeremy Scott Fitness website. If you guys, again, side note, if you don't get our emails, I've sent out a newsletter email every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the past 11 years. I've never missed a Monday, Wednesday, Friday in the past 11 years. And even way back when, when I had probably 34 people on the email list, I would still do it. And now, obviously, we've reached kind of critical mass with that. So if you guys do not get those emails, shoot me a message. I'm happy to put you on the list. And uh, you'll get at least three a week from me. Some weeks, we end up going five, six, or seven, depending on what's uh, you know coming out of my brain that I think can provide you value and make your life a little bit better. And the title of the blog post is actually Why People Stay Broke stay unhealthy and stay unhappy. But I thought it would have more power if it went to the podcast because A, the podcast is getting to a place that's far beyond superseding our our email list, which is amazing. I thank you guys again. I'm humbled uh, that you choose to listen. And I wanted to kick this off with a different uh, podcast snippet that I heard the other day, which ties into this and it's going to kind of segue me into talking about why I personally think people stay broke, unhealthy, and unhappy. What I've seen from my personal experience growing up as a young kid to obviously doing this now as a career for the you know the better part of 10, 11, 12, 13, 15 years in fitness and uh, kind of this space. And the podcast I'm referencing is called Optimal Finance Daily. Again, you guys know me. If you follow me, I do think fitness and finance parallel each other. There's a lot of truths in both. And uh, the same way you can be successful in one it is very similar to how you can be successful in the other. I think fitness is the harder of the two, um, personally. And take it from me, a guy who grew up broke as shit, um, I'm saying that to you. So uh, in the podcast, they're talking about retirement. And one of the biggest regrets people have later on in life is that they didn't save for retirement. They didn't, whether it be you know investing in real estate, whether it be in you know mutual funds, index funds, you know participating in their company's 401k, if they... If by some chance you're one of the small percentage of people who has a pension plan, that's what they're talking about. And the question they posed was, you know, do you think, you know, the average American can really save for retirement? And I think that's the great social experiment that we're going through right now, actually. You know, because, you know, back in the day, my my grandfather, he was a a firefighter and uh, he he had a pension plan. He actually made more money when he retired than he made actually while he was working. Now, obviously, the guys who are still firefighters, I think you guys probably have a pretty decent pension plan. Hopefully you do. But he did. And he would always harp on me, Jeremy. You know, and he's old school, obviously. Uh, you know, you have to get a good job that has benefits and retirement. And he would always, he would drill that down into me. You know, he was the only one who really drilled down the retirement thing to me. And almost to the point of where he scared the shit out of me when I was like, uh, probably when I was old enough to understand 16, 17-ish, that kind of time frame. And so that's why I do, uh, and my wife and I have invested heavily into our retirement. And we continue to do so because I do understand the, you know, What's going to happen down the line? I can see it. And if I can't get there, I drop dead, then she'll be rich as hell and, you know, she'll be happy and hopefully doesn't hook up with another dude because I'll have to haunt them and that's a whole different topic. But the point being is in this podcast snippet, they're talking about the great social experiment. Do you think the average American can plan and save for retirement? Are we as Americans, the average American, capable of doing that? Now, these are the same people who overeat even though they know it makes them fat and unhealthy and sick. These are the same people who smoke even though it gives them cancer. 
These are the same people who habitually have become couch potatoes even though it can lead them to heart disease. These are the same people who tend to drive drunk even though they could lose their license, go to jail, or obviously worst case scenario, probably kill somebody else. Or these are the same people who tend to abuse drugs even though they know it can kill them. Now, most people aren't capable of saving for retirement because the instant gratification of spending money today for them far outweighs the vague notion that they might have when they retire someday. They're not willing to delay the gratification today for something that's going to pay off down the line. And as the studies have shown, only about half of people who have access to a company retirement plan even participate. And those who do don't invest nearly enough into that as they get towards the end of their life. Now, you can pull up all the numbers from Fidelity to see what the median and the average is, you know, in terms of retirement money for people. And it's pretty depressing. And uh, I don't know what people are going to do when they get to that stage of their life. I don't want to be that person. And that's what's going to kick off this podcast of why people stay broke, unhealthy, and unhappy. Now, there's many reasons that people tend to stay at their current station in life. And there's also numerous factors that play a role in this. And I'm not naive enough to believe otherwise. Obviously, you know, some people get dealt a really tough hand. There's some things that, you know, whether it be physically, mentally, or emotionally, that they just can't come back from. But the hard truth to swallow is the majority of people stay broke, unhealthy, and unhappy for the same reasons. Um, It's for a lot of people, it's they can't delay gratification. They can't pay the price today in order to see something pay off down the road. Most people who are born broke, obviously, like myself, um, tried to improve my financial situation. Now, I was able to overcome and, and go to a different level than I was you know, born into and what station I was at. But for a lot of people who are born with no money, they've tried to improve their financial situation, yet they've failed time and time again. Most people who have actually tried to lose weight and improve their health and become fit and become happy have also failed many times over again. Most of these people will try again and again and again, and they will remain unsuccessful. And now, obviously, I work in fitness. That's the space and the main area of what I do as an entrepreneur. So I've seen my fair share of failure. I believe the failure rate of most professions and most people is very high. Uh, and I believe fitness to probably be the highest. You just you don't have to really look further than when you go to the airport or go to your, your office or go to a bus station to see the amount of people who are, A, not moving really well, have a substantial amount of weight to lose, and who are continually making bad eating and drinking choices and not being active in their life. And again, people try and they try and they try again, but they fall short of those goals. Now, One of the biggest, if not the biggest reasons for these repeat failures is due to people struggling to stay consistent and have a high level of patience required to win the long game. Most people will spend countless hours looking for the next big thing, Uh, the winning lottery ticket, if you will, the gimmick, the fad, the magic pill, the get rich quick scheme, instead of just staying consistent with the basic, boring, non-sexy, hard work methods that are proven to work time and time again. If they're working hard at their jobs and saving money for the future, budgeting responsibly, people tend to get impatient and they want to jump on 
the Bitcoin train, if you will, or they want to get into flipping houses because it looks so easy on HGTV or the hottest, sexiest, get-rich-quick scheme out there. And they almost always end up back where they started, discouraged, broke, and oftentimes even hopeless. Because as the saying goes, you know, easy come, easy go. And, and I believe that. And when you look at scale of most people who are at least financially independent or wealthy, they didn't do it with, you know, Bitcoin. They didn't do it with, you know, flipping houses because, you know, HGTV makes it look like anybody can do it. And the reality is that shit is hard. And a lot of people have lost their ass doing stuff like that. Most people who are financially stable and successful did it the slow and controlled way by making money, spending less than they made over time, investing in things that went up in value, didn't go down in value, and were just patient with it. That's not the sexy answer. That's not what people want to hear. These same people, if they're eating real food, if they're exercising right, if they're tracking macros and they're seeing results slowly, but still seeing results and making progress, even though it's slow, they become impatient. They hear about their friend doing the the latest, oh, he's doing paleo, he's doing keto, or insert any sexy of the moment dieting protocol that's happening. And instead of sticking to its tried and true, just tracking macros and losing maybe half a pound to a pound a week, they start to rush the process instead of trusting the process. They start to rush the process and they want to jump ship and do something different because their friend got results quicker in the first 10 days instead of doing what's tried and true and currently working. And the thing that's going to be a lifestyle for them, which will have them winning in the long run, albeit it might not be as fast, but it's a sustainable lifestyle. These are the people who are like the kids in Charlie the Chocolate Factory. Everybody wants the fucking golden ticket that will solve all their problems. But after all the time, effort, energy spent looking for the magic solution, they typically end up right back at square one. Now, this type of person always wants the easier route. They want the shortcut. They want the quick fix. And if you're listening to me right now and you've been guilty of it, stop doing this. You don't want to be the person who spends more time wishing, dreaming, and scavenging for the quicker, faster process to reach your goals. In fitness, we call them program jumpers. They're going from one gym, one trainer, one coach, one program to the next. They're the people who email us or call us and complain about they did so-and-so's program and they did so-and-so's program and it didn't work. These are the people we immediately turn down and we don't want to work with because they're not willing to just be patient. And if they're doing that with one trainer or one coach and one program, odds are they'll probably do the same shit to us. So we don't want to be part of it. Program jumping and trying to do something new every single day is not the way to be successful. And I know it's not sexy squatting multiple times a week, lunging multiple times a week, doing mobility every single day, but you know what? The shit works. And if it's not broke, you don't have to fix it. Sure, if it could be better, it's as good as broken, but the last time I checked, squatting, lunging, doing mobility, it works for the best of us, and it can work for everybody else too. On the nutrition side, we call these people like serial dieters, right? They're searching for one protocol to the next month to month, seeing what's what new trick and what new diet works. I personally label people who do this quitters as they're never willing to see things through and really give it a chance to see if it did work. And it's the lack of patience and courage to work for something today that they won't see pay off for weeks, for months, or even years. Having patience is a skill. I'm going to say that one more time and I'm going to slow it down. Having patience is a skill. 
that very few people have mastered and that very few people are even trying to absorb. And it's a skill that you need to find if you truly want to reach the higher levels of success and happiness in life. And I believe that most people try to rush everything too quick. And a lot of times you're just not ready for the opportunity yet. And you have to just go through the phases in order to get to where you want to go. And most people who fail to make progress tend to play the blame game. And this is the biggest one for most people out there listening. They have a victim mentality. They assume everyone who has what they don't have got lucky. They assumed they inherited it. They assumed that person had better genetics, better parents, an easier upbringing, went to a better school. You can list off 8 million things. You know who these people are. And if you are guilty of this, you have to stop doing this as well because it's a cop-out. People who make excuses and say, oh, because so-and-so got lucky or they inherited it or you know, they have better genetics or their upbringing was easier than mine or they went to a better school and they have better connections, that's a cop-out of doing the hard work yourself. You're giving up before even trying and you're using language like that to justify your inactivity or the reasons you're not where you want to be. People will say things like this, well, they were born rich. That's the phrase I hear. Or, must be nice to have your parents give you a head start. Or, they're just way smarter than me without even trying. They're just naturally better. Or, their genetics are superior to mine so I can never look like them. Or, it's easy for them to say they don't have kids. Or, they just got lucky. Now, the list of excuses and phrases, it's endless. And I've heard shit like that for the better part of 10, 15 years. And are some of those things true? For surely they are. There are people who are born rich. Most people weren't. There are all people out there who their parents give them money and give them a head start. I have a lot of friends whose parents give them a shit ton of money. Some of them bought them homes and cars and paid for their college or just gave them a hundred grand uh, just because they could. And that's super cool. And is that fair? No, but life isn't fair. And I guess the point of me sharing that and saying that is what does it matter? What does it matter if that is the reality? What is that going to change? Like, let's say everybody out there has better genetics and they're luckier than you and their parents give them money and they're just naturally smarter. Let's say you're the 8 billionth person on earth. That's your rank. And everyone else has it better than you. They have more money, better parents, better genetics. They get luckier breaks. So fucking what? Does it matter if someone has it better or worse than you at the start? Is complaining and whining and playing the victim going to change the fact that you have got dealt a shitty hand? No. In fact, it only makes your life worse and slows you down from actually making progress and moving forward towards your goals. People who play the victim are always looking at all the reasons why life is not fair and why they have it so much worse than everybody else. Instead, they could be taking that same time developing skills, habits, rituals, and routines to be successful. Some of the most successful humans on this planet and some of the most successful people I have met in the past 15 years have had it the hardest. And they've been dealt some of the shittiest things in life to deal with. And they fought through it. They rose up and are now thriving despite the humble beginnings of their life. Now, sometimes life just isn't fair. And there's some real things that people can't control and overcome. And I'm talking about real life shit here. The altering stuff, fatal illness, freak car accidents where you end up dead, the things that you can't come back from. I get that. I don't have an answer 
sometimes just shitty stuff happens and you can't come back from it. But for a majority of us, we're in control of the course of our life most of the time. It's a very, very small percentage of things that happen that we literally just can't, you know, rise up from and overcome. It's those of us who get up early, who stay up late, who sacrifice, who work hard, who are patient, and who love the journey of what we're doing today, knowing that it might not pay off in a year, three years, five years, or ten years from now. We're the people who end up successful. And what I mean by successful is we're fucking happy. We're fulfilled and we're just jacked full of gratitude every single day to be alive and be in our process and do what we do to run, to jump, to skip, to breathe, to love, to share, to cry, to drink coffee, to have sex, to watch Netflix, to pet our dog, whatever fun shit you do in your life, we are just grateful for that and we're not bitching and whining, complaining and being a victim of circumstance of how we grew up and the things that aren't going our way. We don't focus on the 10,000 things you know that are out there that we can't control. We focus on the 10 things that we can control. And that's what we do. The people that I've seen over the past decade plus who aren't afraid to take some chances, who aren't afraid to fail, who aren't afraid to be themselves, who are willing to learn, listen, and do the work most other people won't, these people tend to win. And they tend to keep winning big year after year after year after year. So you have to ask yourself, what type of person am I? And you have to really think about it. Now, a lot of times, you know, like I said, life it won't be fair. And if you were born broke and you were born unhealthy and you were born, you know, unhappy, which I don't know if that's even a thing in a reality, I think most babies tend to be kind of happy. And you went through some shit in your life, you can't control that. If you were born in a certain economical situation, if you're born in a certain family situation, if seven bad things happened to you, you couldn't control that. But what you if you can control is how you live the rest of your life moving forward from today. I don't care if you're 19 or you're 95. You have the rest of your fucking life to do whatever you want with it. So if you're broke today, you don't have to be broke a year from now. If you're unhealthy today, you don't have to be unhealthy a year from now. If you're unhappy today, shit, you don't got to be unhappy tomorrow. You're in control and you can change that. But you have to be willing to pay the price today and put in the work that most people won't put in. And you have to be willing to delay gratification today for something that might not pay off for at least a year or three years, or five years, or ten years, and I can't say it any more clear. I promise you guys it's worth it. I am living proof of it every single day of my life. My life is amazing. There is so much awesome shit happening to me now today. Opportunities, people, my lifestyle is amazing because I put in the work in 2008, because I put in the work in 2009, because I put in the work in 2010, today, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years later, awesome stuff is happening for me. Now, I didn't know that was going to happen back then. I was just wanting to put my head down and grind and work and like, hey man, I'll just work really hard, try to help a lot of people and let the chips fall where they may. And I promise you, if you do the same, it can happen for your life too. So if you're listening out there and any of these things apply to you or your friends or family or people you know, if they're broke, if they're unhealthy and they're unhappy, look at their habits every day. Look at their rituals, look at their routines, look at the language you're using. And if it's you personally, step back from your life for a second and say, hey, I'm guilty of doing these things. And maybe if I change the way that I 
spoke about my life. Maybe if I changed the way that I talked to myself, maybe I changed the way that I looked at the world and looked at my stance and my situation and my opportunity, things could be different. And I have way more control over my life than I think I have. And when you get to the point where you take extreme accountability and extreme ownership for all the shit that is swirling around you, it gets hard to play the blame game. And when you only have you to blame and for you know you to celebrate wins with and you're responsible for everything, things get really good really quick. Again, you guys, just a real quick rant on why I see people who stay broke and unhealthy and unhappy. They have a choice. I can't guarantee you success, but I promise you if you're willing to work really hard today and do things most people won't do, and understand this, success leaves clues. So if you find yourself in a shitty financial situation today, surround yourself and reach out to people who are financially secure and financially successful and see what they're doing. Standing on the shoulders of giants is a real thing. It can get you somewhere a lot quicker than it can on your own. If you're unhealthy today, start looking what really healthy people do. And I'm not talking about just bullshit vanity stuff on fucking Instagram with people who have abs. That's not that. People who are healthy and have a balance like you want to have. People who look and move and feel the way you want to feel. Ask them what they eat. Ask them how they sleep. Ask them how they train. And see if you can't maybe success hack a couple of things that they're doing or beg, borrow, and steal some of their strategies and implement them into your own life in the way that it fits for you and your goals. And if you're unhappy today, surround yourself with happy people. I don't think you even have to do much more than that. Surround yourself with people who have perspective and gratitude on the world and aren't willing to let you just spew negative shit and be a victim around them. People who will call you out and people who will lift you up and show you that there is another side of life that can be more positive. And I promise you, if you guys do that, understanding success leaves clues. And by standing on the shoulders of giants and surrounding yourself with badass, kick-ass, awesome humans, and maybe listening to podcasts like this, if you will, um, it can make your life pretty great. And just know, everything in life takes work. And a lot of times, it's way more work, effort, and energy than you think is required. And it might not pay off today. It might not pay off tomorrow. But I promise you, it will pay off for your life. It's delaying the gratification of something for today and reaping the benefits years from now. If you can do that, you'll be successful in not just fitness, not just finance, but everything you do in your life. When I mean successful, I mean happy, secure, and safe, and operating from a place of gratitude where you can not only feel confident in your own life, but you can start to give back to others. And that's where the real game happens. Anything else you guys want to hear on the podcast? Send me an email, shoot me a DM. I'm happy to record it. If you're on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop me a five star, please, you guys, and leave a comment. There is literally thousands and thousands and thousands of you listening, and not nearly as many of you are subscribed. So make sure you hit the subscribe button. If you're on your iPhone, it's just a podcast app. Subscribe it, scroll down, hit that five star. If you're on your iPad or your MacBook, click the iTunes application and do the same thing. Again, even just leaving a sentence or a thank you or you like it or a comment or any feedback you have, I'm happy to see it. Um, I'm open to criticism. Uh, I'm welcoming it on the podcast. Uh, Other areas of my life, probably not so much, but on the podcast, uh, I'm happy to hear from you guys. And again, if there's things you want to hear and I can speak on it with any intelligence, I for surely will do so. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you more than you know if you're on YouTube. Thank you guys for tuning in. And again, a reminder, all of our podcasts are now loaded onto the Jeremy Scott Fitness YouTube page. Uh, You guys can subscribe there. We have about 900 videos now on the YouTube channel alone. Again, if you subscribe there, all the videos are for free. I'm just trying to give you guys this as much value and as much quality stuff as I possibly can for free. 
and then we'll take it from there. So until next time, everybody, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please just keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.